This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 137 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today, we are going to talk about situational awareness. I don't think we can hit this topic enough, and it is something that needs to be forefront of our minds all the time. Whether you are in the comforts of your own home, like we talked about last week, or whether you venture outdoors into your vehicle or your bike or going on to a walk, all the time we need to be focused on what's around us, what's beside of us, what's ahead of us, and where we just came from. Keeping your head on a swivel and knowing your surroundings is critical to keeping yourself safe and making yourself a very hard target and not being a soft target. It all starts from the time you get up in the morning and you're getting ready to start your day. How you dress is dependent upon what activities that you are going to be participating in. It's also important to know what you're going to do and have with you to keep you safe. Are you going to be carrying your firearm? Is your firearm going to be concealed or are you going to open carry? If you're going to be in locations that do not allow firearms, what's your backup plan? Are you going to be carrying pepper spray or some other tool in case a situation goes south and you need to be ready to protect yourself? By laying out the day ahead of you in your mind, this will help you prepare for not only what to wear, but what to have as backup in case you do need to change it up in case you have a firearm and need to maybe conceal it or put it away. Do you have a place to store it safely? So for example, uh, my husband and I went to an event and both of us had our concealed carry firearms. There are many options for ladies these days, and my favorite option to conceal are the belly bands, which are pretty much a neoprene um, wrap around your belly, 
and it has a real tight Velcro and you can um, conceal your firearm, conceal extra magazines if you carry a semi-auto and it tucks really well high upon my stomach and so you don't even know that I'm wearing it. The other option that I like really well are almost like a sports bra. So it has concealed compartments on either side. So if you're a left-handed shooter or a right-handed shooter, you can tuck your firearm literally right under your arm. And when your arm is down, you can't even see it, depending on the type of firearm you have or the type that you carry. I have a compact semi-auto that's a little bit bulky, so I don't usually wear the sports bra option for that particular firearm. But when I carry my titanium revolver, I definitely tuck that one in the sports bra and you can't even tell. So a lot of options there for ladies. And depending on what I'm wearing, um, it's a good option to have that sports bra or even the belly band if I have a looser fitted shirt so you can't see the outline or the imprint of my firearm when I have the belly band and the sports bra. Depending how my day is laid out will determine, number one, what I'm wearing, and number two, what firearm I carry, or even which vehicle that I choose to drive. My Suburban has lots of hidden secret compartments that I can program to lock up. So if I do have to go into a school, or if I do have to go into a post office where firearms are definitely prohibited... I am able to go ahead and lock up my firearm in a secure lockbox with a code in my vehicle safely until I return. If I happen to be driving another one of my vehicles, it may be a little bit more difficult to conceal safely my firearm if I have to leave it behind going into a place where firearms are prohibited. So I do have to do a little bit of research, a little bit more homework, um, depending on where I'm going, depending on the vehicle that I'm driving. Also consider if you are traveling a long distance to go to a destination where firearms are not allowed, such as stock shows and rodeos, sporting events, amusement parks, or going out of town. You always want to have some kind of protection with you as you journey to your destination. But once you arrive, now what? What are you going to do with your firearm? Think about where you're going to store it. Is it safe to put it in your vehicle? or in a lockbox in your vehicle. If somebody is going to break into a vehicle, the first place they look is in the glove box. The second place they look is in the center console, usually followed by under the seats. So if you are going to have to hide or stow your firearm in a vehicle, make sure that you do it safely and securely and in a place that is not going to be targeted immediately. Once again, criminals and crooks like to smash and grab and get in and get out as quickly as possible. You want to make it as difficult as possible to be a soft target and make sure that you have your firearm locked and secured and tucked away in a place that somebody is not going to find it easily. Speaking of vehicles, are you one of those that have gun stickers and sporting goods stickers on the back of your vehicle? If you do, you might be advertising that you are a gun person and more than likely there is probably a gun somewhere in your vehicle. Be mindful of the advertising that you are doing when you're putting stickers and drawing attention to yourself 
advertising that you are a firearm person, that you believe in your Second Amendment, because you are only alerting those around you, there's a very good chance there will be a gun in your vehicle, especially on places that you're not supposed to have them. Ladies, if you are wearing an inside the waistband holster or an outside the waistband holster, this also comes to a lot of different scenarios that you need to think through and visualize before you actually do those situations. One of the things that is going to happen when you're wearing a firearm or carrying it around your waist is you're going to have to go to the bathroom. If you're out in public, you're going to have to go to the bathroom. How are you going to handle that situation? So think about when you are in the bathroom, where are you going to put your firearm? Is it going to be laying on the floor so people in either side of you in the stalls can see on the floor that now you have a firearm? Or is there a place in the bathroom stall that you can secure your firearm and make sure that it's safe and secure and under your control at all times? One of the best hacks that I saw is the clip that goes on your waistband, whether it's inside the waistband or outside the waistband, that clip fits beautifully on the side of the plastic or metal holder that has the seat covers. So you can take off your clip off of your waistband and securely clip it on the holder of those seat covers. And now you've got a place to keep your firearm while you go to the restroom. If you have your firearm in your purse, another thing to consider is not all public restrooms have a secure place to hook your purse inside of the stall. So how are you gonna handle that situation? There's been several times that I've had to get really creative and keep my purse off the ground, um, suspended on my person while using the restroom if there is not a secure place for me to hang my purse. More on purse carry, think about locations where you have your purse if you have your concealed firearm inside your purse. Are you ever going to put that purse down? The way I think of it as I treat my concealed carry, if I have it in my purse, I treat it as if I were carrying a baby precious cargo in a car seat. I would never leave a baby in a car seat down at my feet or on the ground and take my hands off of that car seat carrier or walk away. Similar, if you are at a buffet restaurant, you would never leave a baby in a car seat at your table while you went up to the serving line to get more food and leave that baby unattended. If you are going into public or in a crowded place, your firearm needs to be on your person 100% of the time. No exceptions. If I am going to be purse carrying, I always opt for the crossbody purses. That way, it's on me, it's across my body, both of my hands are free, and I'm in complete control and possession of my firearm at all times. If I'm going to a place where you can put your purse down, like a restaurant, that's not an option in my playbook. My purse stays on my body, it stays across my body, and is on me at all times. If I'm out running errands and I stop by a friend's house, same rules apply. 
that purse stays on my body, across my body, the entire time. It does not come off and I keep it close to my person so I know that I have complete control of my firearm 100% of the time. You never know who is at the house or who might come to the house if you're visiting and you happen to lay your purse down. Are there any kids around or any unauthorized people who may quickly get access to your purse, whether intentionally or unintentionally? Not just the two-legged folks that we're talking about, but what about dogs? If you've ever visited somebody that has dogs that are very happy to see company, you know what I'm talking about. If them dogs come running up to you and jumping on you and all around you, you want to make sure that you have complete control of your firearm and it is not laying in your purse on the floor or on the sofa somewhere that it could easily get trampled upon. Think about your different options if you're going to be spending the night somewhere and you have your firearm. If you're going to a hotel and the destination that you're going to from your hotel stay does not allow firearms, what are you going to do with your gun? Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to lock it up? And how can you guarantee that it is secure and does not have access by any unauthorized users? Does your hotel room have a lockbox or a safe that you can lock it up in? Or are you just going to tuck it in your suitcase and hope that the cleaning crew doesn't rummage through it? Consider hanging the do not disturb sign on your door so the cleaning crew bypasses your room if you do have valuable items in your room. Even go one step further and call the front desk and request that they bypass your room. Ask them to please not enter your room because you do not want it to be cleaned or anyone entering during your stay. The topic of situational awareness not only applies to what's around your surroundings every step you take, but it also applies to if you're carrying what's the situation around you and how are you going to be making sure that you have complete control of your firearm in the situation that you're in. From the moment you step out of your house, lock your door, and get into your vehicle, this is another moment that should start your head being on a swivel and looking around you and knowing what is around you at every moment, especially if you're carrying a firearm. If you are purse carrying, where is your firearm? Do you just toss your purse on the passenger seat knowing that you have a firearm in there, or Do you have your purse on a crossbody and you keep it on your lap on your person during the duration of your drive? One of the most dangerous times when you're in your vehicle is when you are stopped at a red light. Those of us that live in the city or are traveling at times when traffic is really heavy, how often do we see people hanging around and lingering where the red lights are? There are panhandlers, there are beggars, there are people with signs. What are their intentions? The one thing I have control over is my little space inside my vehicle and what's inside my purse on my lap at the moment. I am extra mindful, especially at red lights. When my vehicle is stopped, I am constantly scanning the area, 
looking around and seeing if anything is out of place and out of sorts. I will take visual notes of the cars around me, who is in those cars, and what they're doing. I try to stay proactive of my surroundings. Too many times at red lights, you see a lot of people checking their phones, typing or texting, or answering their calls. This is a time when people are at their most vulnerable. So I stay proactive and I keep my head up and on a swivel. I will try to make eye contact with people if something doesn't look right or something doesn't feel right in the location I am in. A game that I used to play and actually still do play with my teens is when we're driving and we come to a stop, I will have them look at me and I will ask my kiddo, okay, without turning your head, tell me what color is the car that's parked next to you. And some of my kids are pretty good at it. Well, others are pretty distracted on on their own, and they've spent the majority of our drive with their own heads in their own phones. But forcing you to practice being aware of your surroundings is a good habit to get into. Too many times we get tunnel vision and we get that road, that street blindness. If you're traveling for a long distance or for many hours, you just get into a zone. So force yourself to step out of that zone and to be mindful of your surroundings at all times. If you're not at a red light and looking around you and seeing who's in the cars and what they're doing, if you're on the highway and traveling for a long distance, every now again, ask yourself, what mile marker am I located? What's the next exit? What town am I in? Have you ever driven from point A to point B? And maybe you've done that drive so many times, you don't even remember doing that drive because you were in that zone. So force yourself to snap out of it and remind yourself of that situational awareness. If you were to run out of gas or have a flat tire at that very moment, are you able to call for help and let those people know exactly where you are at that moment? Getting gas is one of the most dangerous times when you have to get out of your vehicle on a journey. If you are having to pull off for fuel, make sure that you are in a safe area. If it's during the daylight hours, make sure that nothing looks too seedy. There's not bars all up on the windows and people hanging out and lingering that don't look very becoming. Go to the next exit. Go to the next gas station. Do everything you can to not put yourself into a sticky situation. If it's at nighttime, make sure you find a a station that's pretty well lit. Once you're comfortable finding a gas station and pulling into a spot, take a few seconds and look around. Before you put your vehicle in park, look around and see if everything feels right. If you have that sixth sense and the back of your neck hairs start to stand up, go. Trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, it's probably not. There have been several times where I've pulled into a gas station and something just wasn't right. I couldn't put my finger on it, but it just wasn't right. I didn't feel good. So I kept on driving onto the next station. Take a few minutes and pause. Look around, and once you feel like you're comfortable, park your vehicle, and then take another few seconds and keep looking around. Take notice if there are any other vehicles really close by to you. If there are, keep a watch. 
look and see who's in those vehicles, what they're doing, if they're just getting gas, just like you are. When you put your vehicle into park, do all of your vehicle doors lock? That is usually a setting on one of the newer uh, models of vehicles that you can put your vehicle in park and all your doors stay locked except your driver's door. That's a safety feature that I like to take advantage of and is set up in my vehicle. That way, if I do step out of my truck, my car doors are all locked and somebody cannot slip in from out of my view and slip into my vehicle and take anything I may have on my passenger seat. That said, my crossbody purse is on me at all times, especially if I'm carrying a firearm. It stays on my person everywhere I go, especially at gas stations. I was having a discussion with one of my boys and shared with them that I like to have all my vehicles lock except my driver's door. And my son told me the exact opposite. He feels more comfortable having all of his doors unlock when he puts his vehicle into park because he's usually driving with friends. And if something were to come up or something were to happen, all of his vehicle doors were unlocked at the same time, letting everyone get out for safety. So different mindset, different way of planning, but whatever you choose, make sure you do have that plan. One of the best techniques to practice, especially when you're carrying a firearm, is to not be a soft target. Never be distracted and always keep your head upright and on a swivel everywhere you go, especially in public and every time you're carrying your firearm. Most criminals or most bad guys are not looking for confident victims, especially confident women. Always be aware of your surroundings and whatever situation that you're in and always walk with a purpose, drive with a purpose and have every intention of getting from point A to point B as safely and confidently as you can. Practice different scenarios in your mind and visualize putting yourself in those different situations, whether it's from your home to your vehicle, from your vehicle down the road to the red light things that may happen at the red light, going to a gas station and getting yourself back home safely. Go in your mind and go through your day so you know how to be prepared if something should arise and you need to protect yourself. Being aware of your surroundings is a good situational awareness practice and keeping that head on a swivel is always the best way to handle every situation. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.